Hello, I'm Father Paul Borowski from Holy Redeemer in Washington, D.C. Today is Sunday of the fourth week in Ordinary Time, January 31st. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Then they came to Capernaum, and on the Sabbath Jesus entered the synagogue and taught. The people were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority, and not as the scribes. In their synagogue was a man with an unclean spirit. He cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Jesus rebuked him and said, Quiet, come out of him. The unclean spirit convulsed him and with a loud cry came out of him. All were amazed and asked one another, What is this? A new teaching with authority. He commands even the unclean spirits and they obey him. His fame spread everywhere throughout the whole region of Galilee. The Gospel of the Lord. An educated and learned person was being ferried across a lake by a man who was not educated or even went to college. During the crossing, the learned man struck up a conversation with the boatman. He asked him, do you know anything about astronomy? No, the boatman answered. How about political science, economics? The answer of the boatman was always no. All I know is that there is a God whose words are powerful. I pray to him and I know how to swim, said the boatman. Learned man said, what a pity person. You lose one half of your life. Why will I believe in God? When I can explain everything, Boatman just listened and kept quiet. Shortly after a squall came up and shipwreck was imminent, the Boatman said to the learned man, You mean to tell me you do not need to pray? The learned man said, No, I don't. The Boatman asked, Do you know how to swim? The learned man said, No. To which the boatman said, if you do not know how to swim and pray either, then you lose your entire life. As it turned out, the boat capsized and the learned man, despite his knowledge, drowned. As for the boatman, he is now waiting to ferry across the river another person who does not know how to swim. Today's gospel is unusual, not in that Jesus drove out the unclean spirit, but in that he did so without being asked. More often than not, Jesus helped needy people in response to a petition. It's not as if Jesus had to be told what should be done. Rather, he willed that his help will come as a result of faith manifested in a request. God does not need to be informed of our needs. He has the powerful words and moves us to pray for what is right and good as part of his overall plan to do what is right and good for us. That is how powerful his words are. In TV and in some religious gatherings, we listen to great speakers whose voices and words can have wondrous effects on the audience. 
Their words have the power to teach, to move, to console, to encourage. Maybe their words have the power also to deceive or inflict dangers upon us. And so you see how powerful words are. They can change somebody for better or for worse. But above all, the word of God is infinitely more powerful than any other human words. Just look at the creation story. Also in our gospel today, we see the power of Jesus' word. He teaches the people with authority. And he even commands the evil spirits to come out and they obey him. That is, his words are more powerful than ours. But we take for granted this word of God. We don't read it most often and apply it to our own lives. We prefer to read newspapers and magazines. We prefer to watch our favorite TV talk shows rather than spending a few moments reading the Bible and reflecting on it without knowing that this is the greatest means to salvation because through this we know what to do, feel, and say. I once heard that the average person speaks 30,000 words a day, and maybe sometimes it can be more. There is always the temptation to talk too much, to keep rewinding, and to keep right on talking. A suggestion is this. If you only cut down 50% of what you usually and often unnecessarily say, you'll have more peace and the people around you will have more peace. In other words, there shall be cost-cutting not only with our budget, but also with our words. And instead, let us listen to God's word. Many people who read the word of God gave their own testimony. For example, Daniel Webster, an American statesman, once said, The Bible is a book of faith, of doctrine, of morals, of religion, of special regulations from God. It teaches man his own individuality, his own dignity, and his equality with his fellow person. He died at 80 years old, and besides him was his Bible. An anonymous educator also said, The Bible is the light of my understanding, the joy of my heart, the fullness of my hope, the clarifier of affections, the mirror of my thoughts, the consoler of my sorrows, the guide of my soul, through this gloomy labyrinth of time, the telescope sent from heaven to reveal to the eye of man the amazing glories of the far distant world. Our faith must not be contained in the four walls of our hearts. We have the responsibility to share it by sharing the word of God, especially to those who are in need of it. Let us recommit ourselves to read, study, Pray, live, share, and celebrate the Word of God.